0: Let's check out your headlines for today. And we start with a major strike by federal workers. Tens of thousands of federal public servants are now on strike for more money and clarity around remote work arrangements. The Public Service Alliance of Canada and the Federal Treasury Board announced last night that a tentative contract agreement had not been reached by the union's 9 p.m. deadline. The union told a news conference in Ottawa that picket lines would be going up at more than 250 locations across the country overnight. The strike involves 155,000 members, including 35,000 workers at the Canada Revenue Agency. Both the union and the government have said a walkout would cause delays or disruptions to a number of federal services, including tax filing, employment insurance, immigration and passport applications. Speaking of strikes, uh, the union representing WestJet pilots say they have voted overwhelmingly in favor of a strike mandate. The Airline Pilots Association says the 1,600 WestJet pilots it represents can launch a strike as early as the week leading up to the May long weekend, which typically kicks off the summer travel season for thousands of Canadians whose plans could now be upended. In a news release, the union says 95% of pilots voted, with 93% of them in favor of a strike mandate. The union says the key issues revolve around job protection, pay and scheduling at the airline as well as WestJet Encore, and the Discount airline Swoop. WestJet is playing down the prospect of a strike, saying the threat is a common tactic in negotiations. Here in London, city politicians are one step closer to filling an open seat on the London Police Services Board. Councillors narrowed down the list of 54 applicants to five for interviews during yesterday's Strategic Priorities and Policy Committee meeting. The five candidates selected for interviews are Michelle Anderson, Gita Canaran. Stephen D'Amelio, Ryan Goss, and Joseph Wabagijic. Goss was initially selected by the committee last month before Council decided to reverse course following criticism of the selection over diversity issues. A special SPPC meeting will be called at a later date to conduct the interviews in camera. The Police Services Board is currently in the middle of hiring a chief and a deputy chief of police. And the owners of the Black Walnut Cafe say they are relieved a suspect has been charged in connection with the devastating blaze that destroyed their building. Emergency crews were called to the uh, business on Wortley Road at Craig Street around 1.30 Sunday morning. The fire led the roof of the historic building to collapse and the structure was demolished later in the day. Damage is estimated at $2 million. London police announced yesterday that a 20-year-old man has been charged with arson with disregard for human life and arson causing damage to property in connection with the case. In an interview with 980 CFPL, the owners say they are relieved an arrest has been made and they can focus on the future and rebuilding. A fundraiser has been organized in Old South to assist the Black Walnut. The suspect remains in custody and will return to court April 27th. Checking out the price of gas. As expected, the uh, price of gas rose by 7 cents overnight in London to $1.63.9 on average. This is the highest gas prices have been since mid-November. Dan McTague, president of Canadians for Affordable Energy, says the cause of the jump is a switch from uh, winter to summer gasoline. McTague says the blend of gas requires different components that are more expensive to include. He also predicts that by the May 2-4 long weekend, gas could be in the $1.85 or $1.90 range. In sports, as you heard on 980 CFPL last night, the London Knights shut out the Kitchener Rangers 5-0 in game 4 of their second round series. The shutout is Brett Broshu's third of the playoffs. He gives the Knights a 3-1 lead in the series. London can advance to the next round of the playoffs with a win tomorrow night in game 5 at Budweiser Gardens. Game time will be at 7 o'clock. The Toronto Maple Leafs had a very different night than the the, uh, London Knights. They lost the first game of their playoff series against Tampa Bay 7-3. Game 2 will be tomorrow night in Toronto. Elsewhere, the New York Rangers iced New Jersey 5-1. Seattle beat Colorado 3-1. And Winnipeg defeated Vegas 5-1. In the majors, the Toronto Blue Jays beat the Houston Astros 4-2. They play again tonight. You can hear that game on 980 CFBL starting at 8 o'clock. And in the NBA playoffs, Boston beat Atlanta 119-106 to take a 2-0 lead in their playoff series. Cleveland shut down New York 107-90 to tie their series at 1. And Phoenix hammered the LA Clippers 123-109 to tie that series at 1 as well. Taking a look at what happened on this day in history, in 1775, the American Revolutionary War began at the Battles of Lexington and Concord. In 1882, Charles Darwin died at the age of 73. In 1897, the first Boston Marathon was held. when a Winner John J. McDermott ran the course in 2 hours 55 minutes and 10 seconds. In 1904, fire raged through downtown Toronto, costing Uh, causing an estimated $12 million in damage and destroying 104 buildings. Amazingly, there were no deaths. In 1907, Tom Longboat from Ontario's uh, Six Nations Onanga Daga Reserve became the first Canadian to win the Boston Marathon. In 1912, Nova Scotia's mystery man Jerome died at the age of 58. He was found on a beach with both legs amputated. He refused to talk or write and died. Unidentified. In 1951, General Douglas McCarthy, relieved of his Far East command by U.S. President Harry S. Truman, bid farewell in an address to Congress in which he quoted a line from a ballad, Old soldiers never die, they just fade away. In 1992, after six days, engineers plugged a tunnel leak under the Chicago River. The leak had caused an underground flood that virtually shut down business in the heart of the city. In 1995, 168 people died and hundreds were injured in the bombing of the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building in Oklahoma City. Timothy McVeigh and Terry Nichols chose the day to coincide with the anniversary of the Waco tragedy. McVeigh was tried, convicted and executed. Nichols received a life sentence. In 2001, Canadian astronaut Chris Hadfield began his second space flight as the shuttle Endeavour was launched. On the fourth day of the 13-day mission, he became the first Canadian to walk in space. On this day in 2008, the first ever UFC event in Canada took place in Montreal. In 2020, a tiny community in Nova Scotia was torn apart by the worst mass murder in Canadian modern history. 22 people were killed in Portapique, Nova Scotia. The shooter was shot and killed by police after being intercepted at a gas station. And in 2022, Canada pledged to send heavy artillery to Ukraine and slap sanctions on 14 more Russians for their close ties to President Vladimir Putin. The new sanctions included Putin's two adult daughters. Happy birthday to Jennifer, who turns 37 today, and to Shauna, who turns 49. You share a birthday with Tim Curry, who turns 77. Ashley Judge is 55 Keith Hudson's 44, Hayden Christensen turns 42, and Ali Wong is 41.